Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There is an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. You can find the show notes for today's episode, What Happened to the Charismatic Renewal, Episode 28, at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. And here's Father David. Charismatic renewal in the Catholic Church in this country emerged right at the close of Vatican Council II in the years of 1966 and 67. Young leaders in East Lansing and Ann Arbor, Michigan, and a few other places began holding prayer and praise gatherings and some of the participants began experiencing the manifestation of the charismatic spiritual gifts. To mention a few, praying in tongues, prophecy, healing, words of wisdom, etc. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 to 9. They did not know what to call these spiritual gifts, so they consulted several theologians in the church. The theologians asked the leaders what was happening. The leaders related what was happening at the prayer meetings. The theologians responded that these manifestations were charisms. They suggested that the leaders call it the charismatic renewal. This suggestion may or may not have been a wise one, because right from the start, it separated those who received the gifts from other believing Christians. This quickly caused a reaction and resistance by those who had not received the gifts. From time to time, you would hear people say, that's not my spirituality. Over 50 years have passed since the beginning of this phenomenon, and many wonderful things have happened in the church. Initially, prayer groups sprang up within the church. Many individuals went through a short preparation program called a Life in the Spirit Seminar, after which a person would be prayed with for an actual grace of empowerment and renewal called 
the baptism in the spirit. This experience for an individual usually brought forth a wonderful new experience of grace, empowerment, and refreshment. Usually a transforming gift of love from the Holy Spirit, where a huge difference happened in their spiritual lives. In addition to the experience of some of the spiritual gifts, significant activity and effects from this grace of renewal began in, the, in a person immediately. A personal relationship with Jesus became so real with many individuals. A new love for reading the word of God, a noticeable and permanent enhancement of the grace and power of the Holy Spirit, guiding and leading one in their daily personal lives and other blessings as well. The dynamism of this grace made major contributions in many aspects of relationships, services to the poor, and significant spiritual growth. Different types of new communities or associations developed for the purpose of providing various kinds of Christian service for others. Some of these new communities became identified as covenant communities, which made available growth and personal formation and supported members in, a living, in living a fuller and richer way of life. The Renewal Movement developed many different types of mercy services and good Christian teachings for others. It also provided for various ministries and works of evangelization. It cannot be overstated how much personal good this movement and its fallout have had for many individuals and for abundant life in the church. I can assure you that I would not be sitting here preparing this podcast if God in his goodness and mercy had not bestowed this wonderful grace of new life, spiritual refreshment, empowerment, and transformation in me in 1969. I am profoundly grateful that the Lord poured out this beautiful, unmerited gift of grace upon me at the time of my deepest need. And I will praise and thank him forever for his gracious mercy to me. From the early days of the charismatic renewal until this very day, many things have changed. Some prayer groups have died out for a lack of interest or just disappeared. The early leaders who were young at the time never recruited new members and the young leaders are now in their late 70s and 80s and the numbers in attendance have significantly depleted. Many groups have discontinued. Some people who received a meaningful spiritual renewal have gradually lost the strong impact they once experienced. This new social religion of secular humanism in our country has caused many who began well not to be ending very well in the process of Christian maturity and a holy way of life. Secular humanism has infiltrated all aspects of society, also many aspects of church life. Generally, it could be defined as a way of understanding what it means to be a human being. It entails living a set of values which holds there is no need for God in our human life. It is necessary to push God 
or ignore him out of the margins of human existence. We humans are independent and have no need of God or religion, so the saying goes. It tends to be narcissistic and rigorously self-centered and independent, submitting to no one, yet leaving the human soul anxious, empty, lonely, and fearful. If we tried going back in at this time to the beginning of the renewal, attempting to cap recapture the grace and enthusiasm, <clears throat> we might find that effort is impossible. So the question I leave you with is this, where do we go from here? And how do we benefit and increase the wonderful things that God may want to do in us and for us in the days ahead? The next podcast will look at some possibilities that may be helpful. May we pray. Father, we rejoice in your love and mercy. We know that you have a wonderful plan for the church and for our personal lives. We truly hunger for your love and grace in order to know, to love, and to serve you in every way we can. We plead with full assurance and confidence for much more of your Holy Spirit and the precious gifts that you have in store for us in the days ahead. Together with Mary, our mother, we humbly and peacefully beseech you abundantly for these rich treasures through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.